Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and I invite you to join us for today's broadcast of Shi'ar Jeshub. Coming from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, my husband and our pastor, Greg Scalzo, is currently in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 11 as part of a series entitled Heavenly Authority. We have seen Saul proclaimed by God's revelation as Israel's first king. We have seen how some rebels or sons of Belial despised Saul saying, how can this man save us? And we have seen the miraculous victory under Saul's leadership over the Ammonites who threatened to blind an eye of every person in the Israelite town of Jabesh-Gilead. After the victory, when the people wished to slay the rebels who had spoken against the king, Saul will not allow it, for today he says the Lord has accomplished salvation in Israel. When we left off, Pastor Greg was discussing the much greater salvation accomplished for all mankind by the King of Kings, our Lord Jesus. Very quickly look back with me to Luke chapter 4. When Jesus went into the synagogue in Nazareth, he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And he opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. Isn't that what happened with the deliverance of Saul? Those people got back their sight. And every person blind that came to Jesus Christ got back their sight. And sinners who were spiritually blind got back their sight. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. The zeal of the Lord to help those who are oppressed. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and he gave it back and he said, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. We've seen the King Saul called, chosen, anointed. We've seen his travels of obedience from Bethlehem to Bethel. We've seen him filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesying. We've seen him proclaimed to the people at Mizpah. And now we've seen the king victorious. And there's a victory that Jesus provided that is way greater than that. In Colossians chapter 2 and verse 14, it tells us that he took away the requirements, handwriting that was against us and nailed it to the cross. In verse 15, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. The victory over the heavenly realms, over all the principalities and powers, what was a physical conquest for Saul, is a wondrous spiritual battle in the heavenlies won on the cross of Jesus Christ. For as it says in 1 John 3, 8, for this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And Romans 1, 4 tells us how our king was shown and proclaimed when it says that 
He was declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. Even as Saul was shown to be the king by his victory, Jesus' victory was proclaimed by the resurrection from the dead. And his grace and that victory and that salvation and that deliverance is handed out to us today. Now remember what he quoted in the synagogue in Nazareth. That came from Isaiah chapter 61. I just want to look a moment at that. In Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 1, he says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. And we have the same thing that Jesus read in the synagogue. And verse 2, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Now remember that year of grace, that moment of acceptance, that point that Jesus closed the book, even as Saul said, not this day, this is the acceptable day of the Lord. But in the prophecy in Isaiah, it goes on. It says, and the day of vengeance of our God. Our Lord is a loving Lord and a good Lord. But there's a certain point that the Bible tells us that the Lord God will say enough in this world. And Jesus Christ will return and he will come back. And the one who loved us so much that he died for us. And though men despised him and hated him, he offered up his life that we might be saved. When he returns, we're told he comes back the judge, the living, and the dead. And there is a day of vengeance of our God. There is a day that God will say, you must give account of your life. And how have you reacted to the love I've handed out to you? I've shown you mercy. I've shown you forgiveness. I've forgiven the things you've done. All you need to do is look at the face of Jesus Christ and say, Lord, I'm sorry, and I thank you, Lord for what you've done for me. And yet, even as you read in Samuel, he was despised without reason. He was hated without cause. And how can a person stand there before the Father and say, well, I hated him because why? What did he do? And there will be a day of judgment that it says in Luke chapter 19, Jesus told the parable of the miners. And I won't read the whole parable, but there's an interesting section in there. In chapter 19 and verse 11, he was near Jerusalem, and because they thought the kingdom of God would appear immediately, therefore he said, verse 12, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. So he called 10 of his servants, delivered to them ten miners and said to them, do business till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a delegation after him saying, we will not have this man to reign over us. It sounds like what the rebels, the troublemakers, the sons of Belial said about Saul, doesn't it? And so it was that when he returned, having received the kingdom, that he commanded these servants to whom he had given the money to be called to him that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then came the first saying, Master, your miner has earned ten miners. And he said to him, Well done, good servant, because you were faithful in very little. 
have authority over 10 cities. How we long to hear those words someday. Well done, good servant. And then he goes on and he so deals with the rest of his servants. But what I want to focus on, if you go down to verse 27, he says, but bring here those enemies of mine. Who are the enemies? The citizens who hated him and sent the delegation after him saying, we will not have this man to reign over us. They hated him without cause, without reason. He says in verse 27, bring here those enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them and slay them before me. There will be a point of judgment. God is merciful. God is loving. Today is the acceptable day. Today is the day of grace. Today is the day of mercy. Today is the day of salvation. But there is a day of judgment when that second part of Isaiah 61 will likewise be fulfilled. And everyone will need to give account before the one who has been made the judge, as it says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, of the living and the dead, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'll close with just Revelation chapter 20, where it says how there was a great white throne in verse 11. And him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And that book later on in verse 27 of chapter 21 is called the Lamb's, Jesus' book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one, according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. If we turn our face from the anointed king, the chosen king, the one proclaimed king by the resurrection from the dead, the one that's given salvation, that's provided deliverance from the enemy, the one who is merciful, who saves us from being blinded, who saves us from destruction, who gave his life to die for us. If we say no to him, if we turn from him, if we're angry and we despise him without reason, without cause, there is a second part of that scripture. There is a day of grace, and then there is a day of judgment. And he is the one whom God has anointed, King of kings and Lord of lords, who will judge the living and the dead. And he will put the sheep on one side and the goats on the other. And he will say to the goats, Away from me, you doers of iniquity, I never knew you. And the Bible has a solemn, sad teaching about the end result of all eternities for those who follow the way, who are the troublemakers, the rebels, the ones who are children of Belial, who despise the Son of God. Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord, and we pray that if we have not given our lives to your Son, that we would accept the gentle, humble King that you have placed before us, Lord, who took 
and lifted up all those who are in despair, who desire to save the oppressed and give justice to all, who taught us the good and the right, who gave his life that we might be changed. Heavenly Father, we ask that if we have not given our hearts to him this day, that we would do so, that we would look upon that gentle face and the suffering he took on the cross and say, Lord Jesus, be my Savior, live inside of me, change me, remake me. I will live for you and I will follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord, for your salvation in this world. And thank you, Lord, for your salvation into eternity, into the loving arms of your Father, the new heaven and the new earth, and the joy that you have prepared for those who have loved you because you loved us first. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It is always a source of joy to hear from our radio listeners. So if you have any comments on today's study, please send them along to us. Our address is Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. And if you will be in the Madison, Connecticut area, please join us for Sunday service. We meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. at the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane, just off Route 1. The exit is number 61 off I-95. Go south to Route 1, turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. Please join us for our next broadcast of A Remnant Shall Return, which in Hebrew is Shi'ar Jeshub.